fans and welcome to this week's episode of stand up and marvel your destination for all things mcu i'm your host colin tracy joining me as always my co-host mike tracy today is february 10th 2022 in today's episode we're continuing our ranking of every mcu movie if this is your first time joining us for this series this is a four-part series we're doing 10 uh, ranks at a time we did 31 to 40 today we're doing 21 to 30 um, and uh, we're not not only including uh, the MCU movies uh, that are all obviously part of the MCU canon, basically everything that came out since Iron Man, but we're also including some things that have uh, been added into the canon as a result of some of the movies like Spider-Man No Way Home. So um, we've added all the X-Men movies, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, and both the Deadpool movies. Uh, so those are all on the list. So we have a grand total of uh, 45 movies in our ranking that we're considering here. Um, so again, this is our second one. If you missed the first one, uh, we went through 31 to 40, and we also did a dishonorable mention of the uh, the few that didn't quite make it into the top 40. Um, so definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it yet or heard it. Um, no announcements for today, so we're just going to jump straight into it. Uh, we're not going to do a non-spoiler segment either, uh, but this is your spoiler warning right here because we are going to be talking about all the movies that we're discussing in our rankings, so there will be spoilers of some kind or another. We're not going into heavy detail on movies, but there will inevitably be some spoilers, so spoiler warning. And uh, with that, let's get into it. so we're gonna go ahead and start with mike so mike what is your number 30. number 30 is eternals the most recent well not most recent but one of the most recent marvel films i'd say one of the more divisive marvel films in recent time uh i like eternals i don't love it uh as much as the rest of the films that are going to be on the way um but it's hard for me to expand on Eternals because we we had already done our episode on it and we have talked a lot about Eternals recently uh, and what I like and what I don't like. Um, it, to me, it was difficult to have all 10 characters in one film and to really give them enough screen time and really develop them. So I think that they achieved what they were going for, but it has its flaws, right? Uh, we can agree on that. Um, you know, I've, I've heard people say, that's the most DC Marvel movie I've ever seen. And, you know, I've tried looking at it through that lens and I, and I, and I guess I kind of see it what the people are saying, but again, it is nonetheless, it's a, a really important film and there are a few character beats and story beats that are going to be, you know, send a ripple effect to what's going to be happening in the future. Um, but yeah, it's number 30 for me. Yeah, um, can't really disagree with much that you said there. And I think a big part of the reason that a lot of people didn't like it uh, is that there were a lot of slow parts, which really makes sense because, you know, the Eternals are thousands of years old and, uh, you know, they just don't move as quickly as us, I guess, because they have such a long life. They just, they're kind of chill about it, you know, so it kind of makes sense. Um, and yeah, the action scenes were pretty solid, but nothing like, uh groundbreaking about any of it 
but there were some very cool things that were introduced like the celestials and obviously the eternals black knights the introduction of blade but i mean that's just an end credit scene so that can't carry the movie um and uh, Thanos' brother, but again, just an uncredited scene. So there's a lot of cool stuff that's introduced. And like you said, yeah, it was very jam-packed. There's just so much stuff that they were trying to put in there. Um, they were trying to do these uh, origin stories for uh, like 15, 20 different characters all, yeah, all in one movie. It's just, it was just way too much. So, um, I mean, they did it pretty well, but it's just, it still didn't satisfy fans, I guess. Yeah. Um, just fair. So mm -hmm. I, yeah yeah and it it lands about where i put it it lands in the 30 it lands in the somewhere in the middle for me i will say i'm not far off <laughs> so, so what with that said what what's number 30 for you colin spider-man the uh toby <laughs> mcguire number one toby mcguire okay the first okay. spider-man um so uh if you didn't catch us on the last uh the last episode um I did mention that I have been going through and rewatching all these movies and I've been trying to, you know, be considerate of the older movies, you know, like things like CGI, you know, I'll let that slide if it's older and the technology wasn't, you know, as good back then, totally reasonable, but things just like, you know, acting, directing and just uh, choreography and things like that, um, you know, I can't really let that slide and I just I don't know I went back and watched it there were definitely a few moments in the first Spider-Man that I really enjoyed but just on the whole I just really didn't like it that much I think a big part of the reason that I loved it back in the day was because it was it was the whole like start of the whole like superhero genre basically I mean not exactly because there were several movies before that you right. know Blade and some of the older garbage movies Howard the Duck and all that but <laughs> it was it was a movie that really made it feel like superhero the superhero genre had a chance of actually becoming something and obviously it did um so I think that might have been a big part of the reason that I liked it so much back in the day and obviously Willem Dafoe awesome um and Tobey Maguire solid Spider-Man but he is my least favorite of the three um so you know with all those considerations that's that's why it's at number 30 for me surprised um, I, I honestly <laughs> am because uh not on how you feel about the movie just because of the stature of it and the time and the importance of it which you you mentioned of course um but I, I just would have expected it to be a little bit higher for those reasons but again I'm looking at my list right now and we've had a lot of movies since that original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire back in 20 or 2002, I believe. Um, yeah. So get it. It makes sense. Um, but it, you know, you're right. It is an iconic movie nonetheless for it, you know, starting the superhero craze with, I'd say the original X-Men movie was I think a year or two before that. So was it? yeah, yeah. I think it was like 99 or 2000 or something like that. Cause I remember seeing that too, when we were younger, um, with the other cousins and what whatnot, but um, but yeah. So pivoting to the next one, what's your number twenty nine, Colin? Uh, so yeah, X Men was two thousand, then Blade two was two thousand two, shortly before Spider Man, mm. which was also two thousand two. Okay. Okay. All around the same time. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, um, what's your twenty nine? The main consideration for my ranking is. I just look at these movies and I'm like, what movie would I rather watch? You know, would I rather watch this yeah. one or this one? And obviously that's going to vary based on my mood, but that's primarily how I've been ranking all of these. So it's not necessarily the best ranking system. 
So, <laughs> but that's what I've been going with. All right, then uh, 29, X-Men. Okay. Okay, I had a feeling that was that because you said Spider-Man. I was like, now I'm curious, where does X-Men live? So, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same reasons. Um, like, there was, there was some cool stuff in the movie. The casting was amazing, like, all around. There were so many uh, good casting choices in that movie. Um, and, you know, I don't know. There's just been so many good Marvel movies that have come out since then. Um, just comparing... You know, like the origin stories that they had for all the characters in X-Men, you know, it's, it's kind of similar to Returnals, I guess, in that way, right? Because it's the first X-Men story. They didn't do like a true origin story for everybody like they did in Eternals. Um, but, you know, they introduced all these characters and there was a lot in there. And, you know, there's some some decent action scenes. I wasn't blow away, blown away by any of the action. Um, I didn't love the scheme, uh, like, of the Brotherhood. Um you know, trying to turn everybody into mutants. It was, it was fine. It was just, uh, I don't know, just going back, I, I just, I'm not really that blown away by it. It was, again, a big deal back in the day, but I think a lot of that was just, you know, getting excited for what, what it could turn into, you know? <laughs> but Absolutely. yeah, it's, you know, it's not a bad movie. It's just, I mean, none of the movies at this point are bad. Like it's been really hard for me. Right. Um, I'm still working on uh, the the highest ranked movies at this point, but the top 30 has just been a serious struggle because everything is just so good at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I guess that's about it. That's why it's a 29 for me. I agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have much else to add. I'm going to wait until it's my turn to talk about X-Men. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what's your 29? So number 29 for me is The Incredible Hulk, the okay. one with Edward Norton. So I really enjoyed this movie because I like the Hulk. And I think a lot of us can agree that we didn't enjoy the first Hulk movie. I think there was another live, I'm pretty sure there was another live action portrayal, but it wasn't a movie, right? It was a show. On television, I, I, I don't think I was born yet. I think it was in the 80s or something. Maybe before the Ang Lee Hulk. But right. The Ang Lee one is you know, the was one the... that everybody's always making fun of. Yeah. And, and that movie, I, I remember seeing it when I was when I was young. And, and even being a kid walking out of that movie, I was unsatisfied. I, I did not like that movie at all. Yeah. Uh, so when the Incredible choices. Hulk. Be right. A lot, of, a lot of weird choices in the writing. And it just fell off. And it wasn't, you know, upbeat and what you'd want, you know, this as much as you can make it for uh story of Bruce Banner. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk was everything I wanted it to be for a Hulk movie. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it is a solid Hulk movie and it's entertaining. It really is. Um, I probably went back and watched it multiple times now again, because I really enjoy the character of the Hulk and I feel the Hulk gets isolated kind of off to the side in some instances when we have him in film uh aside from you know thor ragnarok he's he's front and center with thor um he's the spotlight in this one it's his movie and he isn't he doesn't get a trilogy like everybody else and you know now she hulk's coming in and he's going to take the spotlight again and um even though it wasn't mark ruffalo it was edward norton uh it was a solid performance and i there's some charm in it and i really like the stan lee cameo and he drinks the contaminated soda from the factory uh, and his eyes like light up and he drops. I, I love that part. 
Uh, I love the fight at the end between him and Abomination. I think that's really when, you know, this is right after Iron Man. That's really when they started elevating the action with the CGI and everything and just started looking really good. Uh, and then, you know, the Robert Downey cameo at the end was huge. And this is when you really were starting to get a sense like everything's going to be flowing and working together together in one universe. Because before we were just used to, you know, X-Men and Spider-Man and these movies that were contained in themselves. But now this was the first time that all these characters we loved were going to start crisscrossing and meeting. And yeah, it was it was the beginning and uh, it holds a special place in my heart. But again, it's hard, like Colin said, this top 30 list because they're all good. They're all amazing. I love them all. But uh, yep, the Incredible Hulk's number 29 for me. Um, yeah, we had very different opinions on Incredible Hulk. That was uh, I was looking back at this. This is uh, number 43. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yep um but yeah i mean that's that's fine i didn't really enjoy it that much i didn't really like the scene the big fight at the end all that much there's just not really much that i liked about the movie but hey you know title to your opinion <laughs> i appreciate it all right um so number 28 what do you got x-men the original okay. x-men so all right, not, cool. not- only one off yeah, only one off, uh, not far. So when uh, you mentioned it, I looked at my list and I was like, yep, about the same. I, I, I don't have much else to add. I, it, it, it's the same vibe, like Colin said, with Spider-Man. However, I'm, I'm extremely biased. Uh, Spider Man's one of my top characters ever since I was a kid. So Spider-Man is a higher place to, for me than X-Men. But X-Men was probably one of the first superhero movies that I saw, just like Spider-Man, uh, that was allowed to see because it was PG-13. It wasn't that violent. I mean, it had some scary scenes, but it, it was an accessible movie for younger people at the time, even though it was PG-13, you know? So I think that was also another thing to kind of get people into the theaters and get younger people into the characters and whatnot. Um, Cause you know, we just had Blade, whatever before. Um, but yeah, I don't have much else to add. Love Hugh Jackman. Some iconic scenes with him in that. Uh, love the cast, like Colin said, too. The casting choice, phenomenal. Uh, it's the start of what was to come. I mean, they made, um, I don't know the exact number, like what, 10 X-Men movies after this? <laughs> so it's... Uh, uh, yeah. If you include yeah. New Mutants, I think it's like 12 or 13. Right. So, I mean... And hey, if you include a- Deadpool, a couple more exactly so you know that's a testament to you know yeah. the success of the original film so yeah. Yeah. for Absolutely. for that that's that's why it's it's in my top 30 but it's but but it's number 28 so okay cool. um so yeah i know you don't have any, anything else to add about x-men since we talked about it before so with that said uh what is number uh 28 for you number 28 for me is thor okay um where was this for you? This was uh, this was lower for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I put it right with Thor two, so it was number thirty seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just really liked seeing Asgard for the first time. It's just such a beautiful. Um, I guess what do you call it? Is it a city? I guess um, it's just it's amazing. City. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just amazing seeing it at the uh, for the first time and seeing all the uh, all the characters from Asgard: Odin, Heimdall, Sif, the Warriors Three, Loki, Thor. Just seeing all these characters for the first time. It's just it was just so cool. 
Um, and there was a lot of fun stuff in the movie. There was a, a couple of uh, really cool fight scenes right in the beginning when you see Odin fighting off the uh, um, the frost giants. They showed that whole battle and they showed like Odin losing his eye for the first time. Or they, they showed how he lost his eye. <laughs> Not that he's lost his eye multiple times. Um, and uh, then they showed the, uh, the battle scene with uh, Thor going with the uh, Sif and the Warriors 3 to fight uh, the Frost Giants. Um, so there were some really cool fight scenes. The fight scene at the end was a little bit lame, but um, yeah, there was some good stuff in the movie. And uh, then the whole scene with them like trying to pick up the uh, hammer um, and the Stan Lee cameo getting mixed into that, uh, introducing Hawkeye um, and then Jane and her team. Um, just a lot of cool stuff in the movie. And I really like the chemistry between the characters too. And I mentioned this in, in uh, previous movies. Um, I generally hate it. Like it kills the movie or the show for me or whatever when they take a superhero's powers away. I generally hate that. But this is like one of the very, very few instances that I actually enjoyed it. You know, they took Thor's power away and it was, there was actually a purpose to it. There was a reason that Odin took his powers away that he was trying to uh, prove that he was worthy of the power of Thor. And, you know, you could see him developing as a character, as, as the uh, future king of Asgard, as the, uh, as the movie was progressing. He was becoming less and less selfless and trying to be more heroic as the movie was going on. He wasn't just fighting for the love of the fighting. He was actually doing it to be a hero, you know, for the, for the good of everybody. Um, so, yeah, no, it was a really solid movie. Um, but there were, you know, some slow parts because, you know, he didn't have his powers, but I felt like they did it pretty well. There was a lot of comedy mixed into there. Um, so that's why it's not higher, I guess. But I don't know. Overall, I really liked it. So that's my 28. Well, yeah, I, you made a really lot, lot of good points. And you potentially sold people on watching Thor again because, yeah, uh, you brought up definitely one of the most iconic parts from it. Uh, and I like how they took it away because yeah, he was, he wasn't deserving of the power in the beginning and they made a point to show that and you know, how he acted his behavior and the way he spoke and everything. So it, it a lot of valid points. So I agree with that for sure. Cool. All right. So my 27 is Eternals. So nice. So I think short, this is yeah. what 30 for you. Yep. Yeah. So we're not far off there. Um, mm -hmm. Don't really have anything to add. I think we pretty much already covered it when we talked about it with you. Mm -hmm. um, I guess uh, a few other points that I can include. Angelina Jolie was amazing in the movie. I, I loved, I loved her character. Um, I didn't necessarily like her going crazy, but I'm, I'm mostly referring to the choreography in Angelina's fight scenes. It was just so well done. Yeah. Um, and of course, Kingo and uh, his uh, his friend, I cannot remember his name, um, the guy with, that had like an infinite number of cameras. <laughs> uh, I, I knew it way. before. I knew it before and I forgot already. But yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, but yeah, so a lot of funny moments. Um, like I said, Angelina was awesome. Uh, it was amazing seeing the Celestials for the first time. and Just all the like theories that came out. Um, as a result of this movie. And of course the awesome end credit scenes, it's gonna lead into uh, a lot more really cool stuff. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I guess that's just about all I have to say there. Um, but yeah, so that's my uh, number 27, Eternals. Yeah, it's hard to really expand on Eternals, right? Because I feel like we've we've really beaten the drum with about it already and how we feel. Um, you um, know, anybody who hasn't seen it, we did do a time heist time heist episode yeah. on Eternals. I think that was our first time heist episode, actually. So it's a couple episodes mm -hmm. before this. So definitely check mm -hmm. it out if you've already seen the episode. It's littered with spoilers. Um, sorry, if you've already seen <laughs> the movie, it's littered yeah. with spoilers. So make sure to watch the movie yeah. ahead of time. But you know, we do our usual warning in there. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, but, but overall, we recommend it, you know, regardless of yeah. the position it's at for, for us. Uh, we, we we definitely recommend it. Don't we, listen we to it. We recommend what... almost all these movies. Well, There's of maybe course. Maybe a, a few yeah. in the dishonorable mentions area that we don't yeah. necessarily care about. But <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so number 27 for me is going to be the original Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. This one was a little bit tricky for me. Uh, I still, I've watched it probably two times now at this point, two or three maybe. And every time I really enjoy it, it's entertaining. And I think it is a really good first movie for Paul Rudd and for the character Scott Lane and the good little origin. And it's it's a great film. But for me personally, I don't, it it's not, uh, it's not one of like the best for me. It's it, it's it lands in the middle, and that's why I feel like twenty seven was a good spot because every time after, like I said, every time I finish the movie, I'm somewhere in the middle. I I I don't not not like it, but but I don't love it. You know, I, I and it, it's a tough one. This was a little this was a mixed bag wild card for me on my list um, because it's funny. It has great action sequences to be expected, like I said. Uh, you know, you hear about Ant-Man for the first time. You're like, what the heck? Like Ant-Man, like what? You know, there's already Spider-Man and this and that. Uh, and he can go small, really? That's kind of bizarre, right? But then when they make it work and you see it happen and he flows with all the other characters later down the road, I love him. I do. I like the character a lot. Um, I am waiting for the Ant-Man film that I love. And I'm hoping that that's going to be the third Quantum Mania. So we'll have to wait and see, but don't have anything else to add on, on Ant-Man. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree. Uh, I'm not too far off of this. Um, okay. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the first Ant-Man. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Paul Rudd is so funny in that movie. Um, and I just love the chemistry between all the characters. Uh, it, just, it just works so well, so good. Um, but yeah, I didn't love the villain. He was fine. Just, you know, scientists that went a little crazy, <laughs> just pretty standard. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I really liked the, uh, the fight scene though, just like shrinking and going big and just all the, like, uh, the cool little, uh, uh, little additions and little things that you might not see in a normal fight because of all the like shrinking they're like using like toy trains and stuff like it's just mm -hmm. it's just so cool and original and unique and i just i just really i really like that it's it's really fun to watch um but like i said i'm not too far off so it was solid i really enjoyed it but i don't love it either so <laughs> well, i'm right you, there with you 
you raised a good point about I think the Ant-Man films in general. They're really uh, imaginative, you know, mm-hmm. imaginative, you know, they're, they're, there's always some wacky, fun way they're trying to like expand or enhance things or minimize them. Like, yeah. it's just, it's so, I, I do really enjoy that part. Yeah. Of, and then did that in Hawkeye too, with that, right. like, one of our favorite parts where, uh, um, shoot, what's, what's, what's her name? Uh, Kate Bishop. She shoots Bishop, an arrow yeah. into the sky and then uh, uh, Clint shoots uh, uh pin particles arrow at mm-hmm. it and then it turns into this giant arrow that just mm-hmm. completely wrecks a car <laughs> it's awesome it's so cool if you haven't seen hawkeye definitely watch it very oh, good yeah. and it's only six episodes so it's very easy to binge oh, yeah. um but yeah like uh one of the moments that i really liked also just another creative use of the uh side shrinking when uh he's doing his like training sequence learning to uh, get used to the size changing they have him um try to jump through um a keyhole in the door so he has to go like from normal size to small back to normal size in a very quick mm-hmm. succession it's just it's so cool you know yeah you're yeah. right it is really cool it is unlike anything they're doing ant-man is unique for sure mm-hmm. so i mean they're all unique in their own way but you know what i mean ant-man there's just he's some special about him, you know. Um, so that was your twenty-seven, right? Yes, yes. Okay, what's twenty-seven? Your, what's your twenty-six? So I might floor the audience with this one. <laughs> Number okay. twenty-six is the original Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. So I know. Yeah, I know that it. It's popular. People love it, and yeah. for good reason. I. I was there. I saw it first night. I enjoyed it. I think Ryan is Deadpool. He owns that character. So perfect for Deadpool. And he's so perfect. I, and I know I might silence a lot of people right now, but I, they might go, (gasps) but I've never been super crazy about Deadpool. Like I, he's, he, I, I think he's a lot of fun. I know. I think he's a lot of fun. All right, all right. We need to take a pause here. Just yeah. edit the video here. Let me slap Mike around a little bit. Yeah. We'll, come, we'll, yeah. we'll be back in five. I need to wake up, right? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I've been, trust me, I've been trying to figure it out, what it is about him. Um, yeah, you know, he's not a superhero, right? I wouldn't consider him a superhero. I'd consider him, you know, what? Anti-hero. Uh, anti-hero. Uh, he doesn't Which consider himself a superhero and, either. He says it oh, many times. Yeah. Oh, of course, he owns it. He owns everything, and that's and that's fine. But I, I, I don't enjoy him as much as I do other characters, regardless of all the positives and all the fun and all the chaos and the adult rating and the graphic and it. it, it it's crazy. It is a crazy time, both of them. But it. This one wasn't hard. This was actually surprisingly wasn't hard for me to put it where I did because it's always been somewhere in the middle for me. And it's not anything to take away from him or Deadpool or whatever. This is my personal preference. I, I've i just, I've never been crazy about a De- Deadpool, but I do like him. I enjoy him. But, um, but yeah, so for that, you know, it's number 26. But what about you, Colin? What's number 26? You don't want, you know, my uh, retorts on your... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I figured you were going to hit the retorts when, when it comes up, but I could be totally off and Deadpool could be on the next episode. It's, yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> sure. Okay, then yeah, hit me. 
Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's totally fair. If um, the main thing about Deadpool is the comedy, right? I mean, the action, frankly, I think it's amazing too. the choreography and all the like freeze frames they do. And I'm just like thinking, like, how do they even manage to do that? Like, what movie magic are they doing to actually pull that off? And there's just so much cool stuff in the movie. And like I said, the biggest thing, though, is the comedy. So if it's not your style of comedy, you're not really feeling it, then it's you're not going to like it that much. And that's totally fair. So I respect it. Yeah. yeah. You're wrong, I, but I respect it. No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally. And, 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 I, and I do want, I do like the comedy. I do that. And I, again, I, 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 when I figure it out what it is, I'll let everybody know, but it, it, it's, I know that it's not the comedy because I do laugh. I do enjoy it, okay. but yeah, it's just the character himself. Like I, all of it. So you know? I was actually thinking about it a little bit earlier. Um, because I was, I, I watched Deadpool recently um, when mm -hmm. I was going through the rankings. And there are some moments, like some things that he says where he's, he's almost like a frat boy, I guess, personality. Like he's kind of, he's kind of mean. Um, I mean, he's usually mean to bad guys, but that's just the kind of personality he has sometimes. So I, I can see that kind of rubbing you the wrong way. Um, yeah. It's a lot of people the yeah. wrong way. I mean, I, yeah, it, I love it. There are definitely some instances in the movies that I don't like, but I, I guess I can see that. I, I don't know if that's kind of what you're, where you're coming from, but. Um, you're getting a little, you're getting hotter for sure. You're, you're, you're getting hotter, but again, it's something I have to keep thinking about. Sure. I re I recently revisited the second one. Uh, I will revisit the first one again soon. I've watched it twice. Again, both times I felt the same way. I, I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was entertaining, um, but yeah. What what's your twenty six? All right, my turn to floor the audience. There we go. Black Panther. <laughs> okay. The uh, the only MCU movie to be nominated for Best Picture, but like I said in the last episode, I'm gonna say it again. The Oscars are dead to me. I don't care what they think about Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So there are there are a lot of amazing movies and i don't know if it's the fact that they originated from cartoons and comics or what but they just you know don't get any respect <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so whatever um but anyway i'm not saying i didn't like black panther i did really like it but i actually just watched it a few days ago um and i ended up lowering it quite a bit on the list from where i originally had it um so i i don't know it's it's a cool movie i liked seeing wakanda um, I liked a lot of the characters, just I wasn't really feeling any of the like comedy in the movie. I didn't I didn't really love the chemistry between the characters and the fight scenes were fine. I just didn't really love it. Like, I don't know. It was a solid movie. I just I didn't I didn't love it. You know, it's good. Just didn't just didn't quite do it for me. <laughs> That's fair. I a popular no... opinion, I'm sure, but I just I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. Hey, you had to you had to meet me, you know, where I, I threw I threw it off and I and I said Deadpool and everyone probably was like, whoa. I also said uh, I had to slap you around. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we did edit. He did slap me around. My face is still hurting right now. But Black Panther, I I, I agree. I, I don't I, but I disagree at the same time. Um because you know, and again, this is our own personal ranking, this is our own personal opinion. Um so I'll save what I have to say about Black Panther for when when the moment comes. Um, 
but but you did you definitely made some valid points about the reasoning of why it lands the position that you placed it so i did like killmonger as a villain too mm -hmm. um just i don't know i just really wasn't blown away and you know it's stiff competition in the top 30 so it's just I don't know, it just wasn't enough for me. All right. All right. So we'll go on to my number 25 now. Okay. X-Men First Class. I just got <laughs> floored. Look shocked. I just got <laughs> floored. Whoa. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a solid movie. Um, I thought Shaw was a really cool villain. Um, and of course, I love Michael Fassbender as Magneto. I got a name right. <laughs> um, uh, you know, cool characters. I wasn't really uh, a fan of um, Xavier. Um, I did not write his name down, nor do I remember it. Dave Backway. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of him. I haven't really been in uh, any of any of the uh, you know first class sequels um he's fine i just don't really love him uh also uh, uh what's her name um mystique not a big fan of her either jennifer lawrence yes so i, I don't know they were just uh i didn't really like a lot of the uh uh actors actresses in the movie um there were some great ones and there were some funny moments but I don't know. It just it just wasn't enough for me. Um, I guess the final scene was pretty cool, lifting out the lifting the submarine out of the water. Um, it was pretty cool seeing uh, a lot of the new mutants that they introduced, like Azazel, um, Emma Frost, Darwin, Havoc. So I mean, I mean, there were some cool mutants that were introduced and stuff, um, but it just wasn't enough for me. And I was I was honestly a little angry that darwin was killed <laughs> come on kill off the coolest guy um and this is completely separate from my opinion on the movie but what happened to emma frost and azazel because they show them teaming up with magneto at the end but the sequel to this is days of future past we don't see them i haven't seen days of future past in a little bit so maybe they um maybe they explain briefly in there what happens to them i don't remember they do uh i believe um magneto is going and trying to someone's trying to, i think it might have been mystique it's either mystique or magneto is trying to go kill whoever was going to be responsible for hunting the mutants or whatever and they that was one of the mutants that was killed early on and they talk about it like they show like a picture of all the mutants crossed out and he was crossed out they didn't show emma frost but they showed him i specifically remember it i remember them name dropping him in days of future past they also name dropped him again i could have sworn they name dropped him in either apocalypse or dark venus one of the last two that we watched um because I think she was talking to Nightcrawler. But um, yeah, he's he's shown, but not live action and, and mentioned, but it's it's one of the blink and you'll miss it kind of scenarios. Yeah. So you'll you'll see it again when, when we revisit uh, Days of Future Past. 
All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, I didn't have any other thoughts. Um, you know, solid movie. I just didn't really, I wasn't blown away by it again. And, um, you know, didn't love a lot of the casting choices. A couple of really good casting choices, but on average, did not really like them. Um, yeah. Anyway, you have anything to add? <laughs> Uh, that's fair. I don't want to add anything because it's gonna. Yeah, I have to save it for later. I have cool. to for this one. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, what's your number twenty-five? So, my number twenty-five is gonna be Deadpool two, following up with the uh, second one, uh, about the same. I actually like this one more because it's more entertaining to me. Uh, maybe it's what happens in the film, Cable. Um, I don't know. It, it's funnier to me too. I don't know why. Maybe that's just my personality. Uh, I really like the second one. I, I I think visually it's better. It's more colorful than the first one. Uh, I I don't want to say it's more fun than the first one because they're both they're both really fun. Uh, but yeah, the second one I just remember kind of having the same expectation of the first one, and I it was higher for me. I I was like I really enjoyed that. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, and I love Cable. Cable was so cool. Josh Brolin's awesome. Cable was yeah. awesome. Um, so, you know, we had that and we had him as Thanos at the same time. Because I think Deadpool 2 came out in 2018, the same time as it was around the same time as Infinity War, I'm pretty sure I remember. Um, so I was like, man, Brolin killing it right now in the, in the Marvel. Uh, but yeah, I love it. There's a lot of standout moments for me. Like, I remember more scenes from the second movie than I do from the first. So that's why um, it's higher on the list than the original. And I bet this is probably an un unpopular opinion as well. I I I'd imagine more people probably prefer the first one over the second. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't but know. So I, I was honestly kind of torn about that, which one's better. Um, yeah. I was actually looking up the rankings. They are very, very close across uh, multiple review sites, okay. um, like nearly dead even. Um, but Deadpool one is slightly higher on average. Okay. okay. But yeah, I mean, to me, I like the first one a little bit better. Like they're very close to me, but I do like the yeah. first one a little bit better because I feel like they kind of overdid it with uh, the comedy in the second one. Um, but at the same time, they introduced a lot of really cool characters in the second one, um, mostly Cable and uh, Juggernaut. <laughs> yep. But. I agree. But yeah, I, I mean, if you don't like the first one that much because of the character Deadpool, then, you know, it's not surprising that Deadpool 2 is going to be around the same. Yep. So. Yep, exactly. So uh, what's next for you? Uh, I think it's your turn. What's your That's number right. 24? Okay, I thought that, yeah, I'm back to me now. Okay, so The Amazing Spider-Man, the original okay. Andrew Garfield. Yep. Um, I, maybe it's my age. I, but then again, not my age because everyone has their own preference. I am different than Colin. I like Toby more than Andrew. Um, maybe because I, that I was in like fourth grade when the first movie came out. So I grew up with Toby and yeah, the third movie, you, you everyone knows where I placed it. <laughs> Uh, and everyone knows how I, everyone knows how we all feel about the third movie, but yeah, it, there's something a little bit offbeat about 
Andrew Garfield's portrayal as Peter Parker, uh, he's a little too cool for me. And yeah, it's probably a testament to the actor because he's a phenomenal actor. Like everyone's acting the heck out of this movie, right? Like it, it is a really good movie in that sense. Like Emma Stone, great actress as well. They have so much chemistry. They're, they're, it, it, it's a really good like film. Like it is, it's acted so well, but it's almost like too much in a sense. Like we're, it's is a comic book movie in a sense, like, you know, um, it, it, they just flipped it on its head a little bit and kind of switched things up and made it more modern and more hip and more cool. And that's fine. I get it. You know, it's the amazing Spider-Man and that, that's the times that it was coming out. Um, but it's not my favorite uh, Spider-Man and it's not my favorite Spider-Man movie. I've only went back and watched it a handful of times. I watched it recently because of No Way Home. Um, and I felt the same exact way. I did back in the day when I saw it in theaters when it came out. Uh, I think it's a solid origin story. I like what they did and differently than the original film. You know, we brought in Gwen instead of Mary Jane and et cetera. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it really boils down to how you feel about Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man more or less than the film. Cause there are a lot of great moments that we all can agree. I think the lizard fight scene, Stan Lee in school and all that was really cool. Um, there's a lot of really sweet CGI, like first perspective view shots that we were getting in the film that we never saw like the Sam Raimi, I don't think. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, the action was, was really cool, but I, I, I don't hit as hard with, with uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter. I like him more now because of No Way Home, but uh, you know, I'm trying not to have that in my head. I'm trying to think, you know what I mean? Like think back to um, how I felt when it was, when it was, when it was, when it was then, but um, yeah. So amazing Spider-Man number 24 for me there um yeah i mean for me my peter preference is uh tom then andrew then toby um mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i i definitely understand um the cool factor i i feel that i mean you could tell that he was like trying to act awkward um in certain parts but it's almost like he was too cool to really like yeah exactly like get any kind of embarrassment or cringe factor out of it yeah so it was like and, he, and he's, and and he's like a fun cool way so and he's a handsome that. lad and he's a handsome lad where it's like to me it was like almost like a little bit too like handsome for peter in my opinion like i i think both toby and tom have a good like that good like dorky blend feel look where Andrew like in his hair and everything like it's like this like artsy cool like skateboarder like like he's cool like he's awesome <laughs> like he wasn't like he didn't feel like an outcast or feel like awkward or a weirdo or anything like that you know what I mean and I agree he it, there was a lot of scenes where it felt like he he was trying to make it a point to feel awkward and be awkward and make moments and all that but yeah I mean it's a testament to him as an actor yeah there was one scene uh when he was helping Gwen get to the elevator and he was like stumbling around and knocking around these guards and stuff and he was being like awkward and clumsy and like doing it in such a way like clearly his spider sense was coming into play as he was doing that and he was just making it look like he was like you know tripping like accidentally kicking people as he's like falling over and so it was just a really funny scene and I feel like that scene really um shows what his version of spider-man is like more than any other <laughs> in in uh in the movies um 
just my opinion, I guess. But but yeah, I loved him as Spider-Man. Um, and uh, you mentioned a lot of things that I really like about the movie, but I don't really like take anything away. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it more um, uh, when we get to mine, because it's, it's again, it's going to be a little while. <laughs> um, I... But uh, but yeah, chemistry of the characters was phenomenal. In my opinion, acting all around was great. Uh, for whatever reason, the second one was just much worse. Um, I felt like the acting of the second one was not good for very many uh, characters with the exception of Andrew and uh, uh, Gwen. And one thing that I really liked about the first one, um, I could be wrong about this, but I think they corrected a lot of the things from the uh, Toby's version of Spider-Man that were not accurate to the comic books. Mm. I think, I don't remember for sure, but I, I think I heard that like um, him becoming friends with Flash Thompson um, mm -hmm. was I think something that happened in the comics that didn't happen in Toby's. Um, yep. And then, uh, Gwen Stacy. I don't remember if he was with Gwen before MJ in the comics. I don't quite remember, but he was with Gwen first. He okay. was with Gwen first before MJ, and then Gwen Gwen passed, and he got with MJ later on when and he married MJ. Like MJ yeah. was his crush, but then the person that fell into his life later down the road, and then he ended up married. Like MJ is like his soulmate in a way. Um, but I I do want to say that I really enjoy him as spider-man like i arguably enjoy him more as spider-man than toby but toby i the peter and everything's just yeah that i, I don't want to get that twisted I, I really do i think he is a really great spider-man you know so you i just think he's just, just like a more accurate portrayal of peter parker toby in a way yes to me it feels more yeah. like i don't think he i think tom's more accurate um but toby there's more awkwardness there. Like it feels more like he's kind of an outcast and kind of like a loner and he's sure. kind of, you know, yeah. um, he's For not, sure. doesn't have a lot of friends. Like Andrew could have like the whole school would like him. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I rest my case. Um, <laughs> I lost the, the, the count. Are we back to you or about back to me? I'm, I'm back. Was your number 24. Yeah. Okay. So we're on my 24. Okay. Um, so if people are confused why we keep switching back and forth like this, just because we just felt like alternating who would start each number. So uh, it's going to be my turn to uh, start after this. So I'm going to do two in a row and then Mike does two in a row. Anyway, sorry for any confusion. <laughs> it's probably just me that's confused. Everybody else is probably following along. So uh, I've, I've had to I've had to check myself a few times here. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. All right. Number 24 for me, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay, well, hold the alarm. This is the one that floored me the most. Really? Yeah, okay. this was the one that floored me the most. Wow. I thought I legitimately thought you were about to say, and maybe you did this on purpose for the suspense, but I I thought you were going to say Captain America, any the first Avenger. Yeah. And the Winter Soldier. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I remember being really hyped for this movie, um, seeing the trailers going into it. Um, and it was a cool movie, but I don't know. Um, there were some cool parts for sure. And I, I mean, I really liked this movie. I'm not saying I didn't, I just liked everything else more. <laughs> um, 
like there were some cool parts with the you know obviously hydra taking over shield and there's the whole tie-in with agents of shield from that uh you know there was the elevator fight scene where everybody's packing onto the elevator and steve is just like before we get started does anybody want to get off like because he he just he's sharp you know he could he could sense that something was about to go down he could see this one guy just like starting to sweat out of nowhere <laughs> so i mean there were some really cool moments i really liked the movie um but it just i don't know there were there were just uh too many parts of the movie that i just didn't really care for um for the good parts to really carry it like my favorite part of the movie i think by far was um when he gets on the uh intercom or whatever at uh, shield headquarters and he uh he makes his speech basically telling everybody the truth about hydra infiltrating shield and um you know he's trying to motivate people to do the right thing and you know that always gets to me like i, I love that part so much um but yeah i don't know i guess there just wasn't enough uh in this in the movie for me to put it any higher it's, it's really hard to say i just uh don't really care for it that much except for a few parts so <laughs> you look like you're about to explode what do you what do you want I, to say I, no I'm, I'm i'm the opposite i have nothing to say i'm a, i i don't even know what to say right now well you can you can talk it up when we when you get to yours i guess unless there's uh some things that you want to mention now uh, uh, <laughs> you need, you need a, a few hours to <laughs> get your thoughts in. and we'll be right back with this break no uh yeah man i i i i i have nothing to say i really don't that's I, fine. Just wait. That's we'll fine. wait till it get, we'll wait till, till, till it gets to my point okay wow all right so now my number 23 um so I think this was, this was 27 for you, Ant-Man. Yes. Yep. Right. So yeah, we're not too far apart there. Uh, it's a solid Makes movie. Sense. I love the comedy, love the chemistry between all the characters. It was just a very enjoyable film. I love, I mean, talked about this before already, but just the uh, creative use of the shrinking and growing and, you know, in the uh, training sequence where they're showing off all the, all the stuff you can do, like jumping through a keyhole and, um, there's just a lot of really cool stuff in the movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know, at the same time, not like super blown away by it. So it's at 23. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. So what's your 23? Well, yeah. I'm are, gonna, are you I'm still gonna... recovering? Still, uh, still I'm, I'm, still, I'm still recovering. Yeah. I... <laughs> Woo. All right. So number 23 for me is Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. Um, I, again, uh, same thing Colin has said a couple times, same thing I've said a couple times. I love this movie, but it doesn't stack up to where the other ones are, but I still love it. I, it is a great introduction for Cap. It is a very different phase one film uh, and how it's filmed and how it's edited and how it's shot, all of it. It, 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 it was unlike, you know, aside from Thor, we went to space, that was crazy, but it was, it was so different than Hulk and Iron Man and, um, 
I've really, I've always, Caps has never been my favorite because Caps always been someone I've been interested in, but I never like fully dove into. So I was really looking forward to seeing Cap for the first time on the screen and getting to know him. And I just bought everything. I, I, I bought the whole Steve Rogers story and him trying to get into World War II and he couldn't and he's, he's so little and he just physically can't do it. Uh, and he has so much heart and he just, you know, protects the little guys, even though he's littler than the little guys. And, you know, I loved his relationship with Bucky. We see that for the first time. And um, it, it's such a kind, heartfelt Marvel story. You know, there's a lot of compassion and just straight up heart in the film uh, from start to finish. And uh, has a couple cheesy scenes of CGI, but I think it was intended to be that way because of its old like style, you know, because um, all of it was in the past for the most part. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's not the top for me of the trilogy, but, uh, but it's memorable for, for what it is. Um, and yeah, that's number 23 for me. Yeah, I feel very differently about that movie. Um, it's hard to say exactly what it is about it for me, but I watched it recently and I was just like, I was just like so into Steve Rogers' character, Steve Rogers' character, so much to the point that I was just like, I found myself crying at a lot of scenes just because he's like the absolute perfect definition of like what a hero should be. Like he he doesn't care if he's not strong enough or capable enough um, to uh, you know stop somebody from doing something bad. He he puts everything he has into it even before he becomes Captain America, he just has so much heart. Um, he's just such a good person. He, I, I was talking about this in a previous episode that I didn't know who my favorite superhero is. Like it used to be Superman, but I've kind of changed my mind and haven't really picked somebody until now. I honestly think after seeing this movie again recently, Captain America is my favorite superhero. He's just like, like I said, the definition of what a superhero should be. Like textbook definition. He's just good <laughs> you know just like the most good <laughs> hey I, no you make a really valid point and if you if you let me bounce off of that i think you raised it, the biggest point of all of it and probably what i was trying to drive at so i'm happy you said that that was what i that's really what i meant with the biggest contrast of thor and iron man iron man had his moments like he you you loved you liked him you loved him but he was he was mean like he wasn't nice like he he was he's brat you know what I mean at that time Tony Stark then in the beginning like we had to warm up to him right uh you know he had alcoholism and all this stuff Thor same thing wasn't great lost his power and you know he had a little bit of bad in it a little bit these heroes that we enjoy especially in the beginning they had some bouts with bad where I agree Captain is inherently good you know some might call him self-righteous and they explore it later and i'm glad they do and you know civil war and whatnot but i am a hundred percent with you colin and it's something we definitely agree on captain and maybe it's just how chris evans performed the role i don't know like in how they wrote it they wrote him in the movies and everything they did such a good job in the MCU with Cap and I am I'm right there with you Colin he from back in the day going in not knowing much about him just knowing of Captain America and I was like he's really cool but I can't wait to know more and now I know more and I 
I love it. I miss him. I miss him arguably more than Iron Man because I feel like Iron Man really had such a satisfying, you know, story and arc and close where, you know, it was satisfying for Cap, but I want more, you know, me and Colin talked about it before the episode uh, recorded. We were like, man, I really hope that Disney goes back and shows us Captain's journey, dropping off the stones that we saw in the end of Endgame, you know, and I really hope they do because he's awesome. So I agree with you, Colin. Segwaying from that, uh, also something that we talked about before we started recording the episode here. Um, I've been coming up with a bunch of theories that I want to talk about at some point. One of them um, I'm not going to go into in detail, but one of them has to do with uh, at the end of Endgame when instead of Captain America coming back through the uh, time wristband or whatever, he comes back as an old man. Um, I have a theory about what that means and uh, might just be an error on uh, on the editor or producer's part. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to get into that here. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> we'll be doing an episode yeah. sometime next month uh, about that. And that's just one of uh, a few theories that I wanted to discuss. So anyway, more to come on that. Yeah. And to promote some curiosity, I, he's presented it to me and it's it's solid. It's solid. So, so stay tuned. You're going to want to hear it for sure. Um, all right. So that was uh, Captain America. Yep. Number 23 for me. 23. Yeah, right. Captain America, First Avenger. So it's your turn to do 22. All right. So now, you know, last episode, this floored me. And now this episode, I'm way more floored than I was last episode. But 22 for me is Logan, uh, which was uh, a lot higher for you or lower. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Logan was number 37. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is a drastic difference for us out of a lot of the films, um, more drastic than others. Uh, I brought up a lot of the reasons why I like like this movie in uh, when you brought up your placing, your ranking for it. So I don't really know what else to expand on besides we brought up the major action sequences. We brought up the fact that finally, for the first time, we were getting, you know, what it would probably be, what Logan would be like realistically if he was fighting people, you know. It was graphic. Uh, I thought it made sense if because I looked at this movie and I watched this movie with the lens that this is the end. This is it. It's over. You know, no more Hugh Jackman, no more Patrick Stewart. This is it. So I can't tell you how many shows and how many movies that I've watched that they've ended characters and they've ended story, and it is not satisfying. It doesn't make any sense. It's not, you know, taking powers away or not. To me, the poisoning making him sick the uh, Patrick Stewart having dementia because Xavier's brain is basically collapsing because it's been so powerful for so long it makes sense it made so much sense to me I don't know why I just did uh, I love the Caliban being the caretaker for uh, Xavier uh, I loved him as an uber driver I thought that was hilarious very modern very hip uh, the action sequences were extraordinarily stand out to me uh, when he is trying to get through the force field because Xavier is like pushing everybody and slowing everybody and he's like pulling himself through the hallway and like it was so incredible and then when he fights himself uh, that was a huge shock when all of a sudden he just pops up in the house when they're eating the dinner and with the family and the family take them in 
and he has this explosive, explosive fight with himself. And it was incredible. I, I just think that Hugh Jackman crushed it in every single movie that he was Wolverine. But for me, he really went off in Logan. And maybe it was, you know, because it was, he, this is the last time and it was a send off. But yeah, it was just, sad. Uh, say something real quick. Yeah. Just in case anybody's confused about him fighting himself, if you haven't seen the movie, they make a oh, yeah, clone yeah. of him. Yeah. So he's fighting his clone. Yeah. Just I should have wanted to clarify that. Context. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I love the opening. I, I love X23, you know, the, we can just say the clone of him. Um, that was awesome. Uh, I know that happens in the comics. So that was really cool that they, they brought that up. So yes, it wasn't perfect, but writing wise, I thought it was really darn good. And cinematography wise, filming wise, like that whole Western gritty, you know, and the music, the soundtrack. Uh, I also have it in black and white. Uh, they released a noir version of the film and it's really cool in black and white. And uh, I, I don't know why, but uh, it's awesome in black and white. So if anyone, yeah, anyone has the chance to see it in black and white, I highly recommend it. It gives it more of like this old style film, which is kind of what they're going for, kind of a contemporary film in a way, um, even, though it's super, it's, even though it's a superhero, right. Uh, they really shifted the dynamic of Wolverine. They, they did in, in a lot of different ways. And there's so many ways that this movie could have been trash. Like it could have been awful, like critically, fan reception, everything like across the board, it could have just been a, a disaster and a, a really unsatisfying uh, ending for this monumental moment in his career. I mean, I can't, I still can't get over the fact that we might get another Wolverine that's not Hugh Jackman in the future because it's incredible. He's incredible as Logan. And uh, I, I loved it uh, because again, like I said, can't tell you how many times that they've writing and they've messed up characters and messed up the ending of stories. Um, I loved it. Uh, it was really satisfying to me, but I know uh, maybe that's, uh, you know, we don't agree on it, but um, that's just how I feel. So for me, Logan's number 22. Yeah. I mean, I think from like, uh, you know, a legit movie critics standpoint, um pretty much hit the nail on the head like i think a lot of people really agree with uh what you're saying um and whether it's a good movie or not for me i just wasn't entertained just like with uh xavier you know having his uh uh strokes i think that's that's what was happening right he's having strokes yeah and then uh wolverine was slowly dying you know basically it was like a slow bleed for the two of them and that's just how it felt the whole movie for me it's just like a slow bleed the whole time and i was just like not enjoying it. i was like all right please roll in credits now i don't know um it's so like i was mentioning before you know most of the time when i see movies shows about uh superheroes losing their powers i don't enjoy them and this was not an exception um i mean i understand they wanted to give wolverine an end um and this was an okay way to do it, I guess. But it also just didn't really make sense to me um, that his healing power wouldn't have been able to sustain him through the poison because he's been poisoned before without too much difficulty. He was poisoned in the Wolverine. He was able to fight that off. So I don't know. It just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, 
I mean, if they had come up with like some other reason for him slowly dying, I mean, I think it was basically explained that it was his uh, adamantium that was poisoning him. I don't right. think they ever came right out and said it, but it was kind of implied. Um, so, you know, I didn't really like that. I wish they had come up with some other way of forcing him to lose his powers, like, sure. you know, like a rogue type character or something. And then he goes out into, you know, um, blazing glory, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I think I would have liked that a lot more, not just like slowly dying because the adamantium that's been in his system for decades at this point is finally overpowering his healing factor. I don't know. I just, I wasn't satisfied. <laughs> I would totally have fair. preferred a different ending, but totally fair. Anyway, like I said, my opinion is the unpopular one here. So, yep. I, I I agree. I agree with the the. You make valid points. You're not making like outlandish remarks or outlandish, uh, you know, ever. at all. No, you you make total <laughs> sense. You, you you do for sure. Um, but I think the the final number twenty one goes to you. Am I right? Did I get that off on the the count? By <laughs> one. I'm on 22. Okay. <laughs> I've been um, highlighting yeah. it too. <laughs> Trying to like unhighlight what we're rolling along. I'm blowing it right now. So it's fine. Anyways. Anyways. All right. So I'm doing 22 and then 21, and then you'll do 21 and then we're done. Got it. All right. So my 22, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So um, if you're paying attention, this should be a little bit of a surprise because when we did our ranking of the movies from 2021, I originally had uh, Eternals ranked higher than Shang-Chi, but um, in rewatching them and going through this uh, top 40 or 45 list here, I have changed my mind. <laughs> I like Shang-Chi more than Eternals. So that's why it's above Eternals. And uh, as far as why it's a 22, you know, it's a really solid movie. Um, I love Sumu. I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, but Simu Liu um, as the uh, as uh, Shang-Chi, or sorry, Shang-Chi. Uh, I thought he was amazing. The choreography was awesome. Uh, we did an episode, uh, well, I guess uh, when we were ranking the, uh, the movies from 2021, we did talk about this a good amount. Um, I do have some problems with the movie. Uh, there were just like a lot of very convenient things that I, I think was a bit of lazy writing um i won't go into that a whole lot here if you want to know more about it just uh <laughs> go back and uh listen to our episode of the uh 2021 movies ranking um so you know i had some issues with it but overall it's a great movie choreography was awesome um i really like the chemistry between uh shang chi and his uh his friends who whose name i'm blanking on <laughs> Do you remember her name? Uh, the actress is Aquafina, but I don't remember. Or Kate. Kate. Mm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So his friend Kate that's following him around everywhere. Um, there's possibly a romance connection there towards the end of the movie. It's a little unclear. Um, but yeah, it's just really solid movie. Um, I did have some issues with it, which is why it's not higher. But um, yeah, really enjoyed it. I don't. Not, not much else to say there. <laughs> I all I'll say is Shang Chi is is. It's pretty close to where you have it so uh I, I have a lot of the same feelings you do and i'll expand more uh when it gets there all right cool uh well then i'll just move on to my number 21 yeah yeah what is it spider-man 2 
you are really getting me tonight wow okay i thought that would at least be in the top 10 and yeah i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right man yeah. our top 20 is just going to be very different Ooh. all right it is. yeah um so doc Ock, main villain loved him um and uh you know, again, I'm not a big fan of Toby as Spider-Man. I think a big part of what I also don't really like about the Toby Maguire Spider-Man movies is the chemistry between um, Toby and um, MJ. I'm trying to remember. Dunst. Yes, Kirsten Dunst. Thank you. Um, just, I didn't really feel any real chemistry between uh, Kirsten and um, Toby just comparing that to Amazing Spider-Man, the chemistry between uh, Andrew and Emma is phenomenal. And yeah. I looked it up after the fact they were apparently dating. That's, that's what I was going to say. Was they were. And, and it wanted, made yeah. so much sense. Like I, I looked it up, like like the chemistry, it just feels so real <laughs> in the movie. Like if they didn't date, they should have, because they were just like yeah. giving each other googly eyes like all the time. It, just, just, it was just such amazing chemistry. And it's just, like polar opposite with Toby and uh, Kirsten. I just did not really feel it <laughs> at all. And that was like, I'm a romantic at heart. Like, <laughs> so it, it kind of bothers me when that chemistry is not there. Um, so, you know, that was, that was part of what hurt it for me. Like there were some moments in Spider-Man 2 that I absolutely loved. And I will just rewatch those scenes over and over, like the, the train scene. Um, when Toby saves all the all the passengers and then um you know they catch him as he's falling because he's just exhausted from you know the sheer effort of stopping the train and then you know his mask had fallen off at that point they promise that they're not going to like um you know reveal his identity to anybody and you know I'm, I'm like bawling my eyes out during that scene mm -hmm. like that's easily my favorite scene in the whole movie um, there are definitely some other solid parts of the movie for sure. And like I said, Doc Ock is awesome. I love the redemption at the end where he uh, manages to take control of the, um, what are the tentacles? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end. Um, and uh, he ends up giving his life to save probably the world, <laughs> at, le at least, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the greater, uh, was it Manhattan area? Is that where? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember yeah uh, i haven't been to new, new york, york enough either yeah. so i don't want to butcher anyway. it <laughs> but yeah he, he at the very least says new york probably the whole world i mean it was something mm -hmm. like that it was self-sustaining so it was going to be really hard to actually mm -hmm. stop it um but anyway so there are some very cool parts of the movie um I, I don't know it just it just didn't quite do it for me i didn't really feel the chemistry and there were a lot of like cheesy parts like even that train scene that i mentioned that I loved. Um, I just felt like a lot of the like extras and stuff, there was like some cheesy dialogue and not really convincing performances and stuff like that. And that was, that was kind of like throughout the entire movie, I felt like that. And even my favorite scene, there were moments in there where it was like a little cringy and unrealistic and just wasn't really feeling it. So yeah, so that's, that's why it's at 21 for me. Some absolutely amazing parts, but overall there's a lot of uh, not great stuff sure. uh you are so right about emma stone and andrew garfield i wanted to mention that when we spoke about the amazing spider-man because that was another thing that pulls me out of the film because their chemistry is too good like for that like 
you guys need to get a room like too good <laughs> like it it, it it was like you can cut that tension with a knife like oh, it, yeah. it is like where i will say that tom and uh zendaya do a better job at it because they're dating in real life right now and they were dating in the first film too and then they broke up for a little bit and they got back together but they're back together now and i agree uh, wholeheartedly with what you said Colin and I think that I love their chemistry too by the way me too exactly that's what I was about to say I was about to lead up and say that the chemistry between Tom and Zendaya and that MJ and Peters is, is incredible it not even comes close to Toby and Kirsten sorry um but I I agree 100% but Emma and, and Andrew that was that was too much if I was the director I've been like all right guys you need you need to you're doing a good job but you need to just take it down one little notch one little notch now uh, but yeah, just a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just to kind of expand on that, like why it bothers me, like most of the time it's not really a big deal. But like at the end, when um, that like wall is falling on Kirsten and uh, Toby runs over and saves her, and then they have that little moment there, like I wasn't really that was supposed to be this really big, impactful, romantic moment where she finally finds out that he's Spider Man and you know, they're they're in love and you know there's just like so much understanding that's happening in those moments so much being explained and it's just it should have been so much more impactful and just because of the lack of chemistry it just it wasn't so that's that's a big part of why i didn't like it <laughs> i agree i agree with that 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 that's one of the lower parts of it for sure i agree well my number 21 all right is Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. I mostly agree with what you said, but I, I, I think it deserves best picture because I think as a film itself, it's up there for me as Marvel films and how it's uh, directed and how it's wrote, written. The score, the music is a standout in that movie for me too. Um, the special effects are top notch in that. I loved going to Wakanda. I love Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I loved all the new characters being introduced. I loved being in his world. Uh, it was what I thought was missing from Marvel. And I didn't really know what was missing at the time and, and, and or that if anything was actually missing. I just, it was one of those moments that you didn't realize like you needed it until it happened. And you're like, this is this this was needed for sure. Uh, so it was a great job of them introducing him lightly in Civil War, and then giving him his full full on movie in Black yeah. Panther. And it, uh, you know how I did the last episode or the episode before, and I said, you know, I was talking about the placement of where some of the movies landed, and that's why I didn't like uh, Black Widow as much. This is the opposite for Black Panther. I think Black Panther landed exactly where it needed to be, and it was in the right spot at the right time. And it hit really hard, and it's a standout. I I I've watched it four or five times now. I watched it on a plane one time. I it is there's something special about it for me. I I love the whole story beat by beat. I love all the performances. Um, it's so culturally sound, and it has a lot of uh, respect and admiration and heart and and um you know family and you know it's it just it's awesome it's it's it, it's so cool and, and then uh, and then um 
just him grappling with the loss of his father and dealing with the weight of becoming king. And I'm going to miss him, honestly. I'm trying not oh, yeah. to tear up right now because it was Chadwick like has been amazing. Everything he's done for the MCU. Yeah, like it was just such a big blow. And I I had a theory and I still hold true to this. Like I I legitimately think that he was going to become like the next like top leader of the Avengers. Like for sure. Like I really thought they were like going to groom him as the next like captain in a way, like the next like leader, like the the reliable one, the trustworthy one, the one that's good, you know, that yeah, you're going to be able to count on. Yeah, definitely a good fit for sure. Yeah. So, and, and I, and I just Especially felt that after was... that what if episode. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, we have yet to see Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, and it, it, it you know, we're, you're never going to be able to fill those shoes again. It's just not going to happen. Um, and that's why I I'm, I'm really sentimental about this film. And, um, I, I, I think it holds itself as a Marvel film, outside of the Marvel films where a lot of the Marvel films can kind of be tricky to just jump into and just watch itself. You know, this film is an easy film, I think, just to dive into. And just, even if you, you haven't watched any Marvel movies, you could just watch it normally and understand what's yeah. going on in the story yeah. for the most part. Sure. Uh, so that's at least how I feel. But yeah, so for that, it's uh, number 21. Cool. Um... Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. I already talked about it before. I mean, totally agree with Chadwick Boseman. It's amazing. Definitely going to miss him. Um, I, I was not a fan of the score. It's not that it was bad. It's just that I, I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> Maybe that's just a cultural thing, but sure. I, I just wasn't really yeah. into it. Um, and you were mentioning how culturally sound the movie is. Um, I don't know enough about their culture to, you know, agree or disagree one way or the other but it seemed very respectable and, you know, um, legitimate and all that. And I just, I just wanted to mention one thing. It's a little off subject, um, off topic here, but uh, I actually went back and watched Aladdin recently uh, <laughs> you know, with my daughter. Um, and they actually have a disclaimer. I don't know how long it's been there, but they have a disclaimer now um, basically saying that uh, a lot of the, uh, the representations in the movie are, um, uh, what's the term? Not racist, but uh, <laughs> stereo stereotype, like stereotypical. Uh, there's a lot of like stereotypical stuff in that movie, and uh, it didn't seem like that bad going back and rewatching it. But I, I guess I can get their point. And it's you know very much the opposite with this movie. You know, it's very it seemed very respectful and you know culturally accurate um, and all that. But again, I'm I'm not an expert. Um, no, so I, I don't know if it actually is, but it I, seemed very respectful, which is great. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm not saying I am. I, I'm with Colin. I, it, at the time, too, there was a very positive reception of it. Like, there was no backlash of the yeah. film. So that's why I was I, I, I would, Yeah, I if, if it was stereotypical or racist in any kind of way, there's no yeah. way it would have been nominated for Best Picture. So <laughs> No, and it, and it blew past a billion dollars, too. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know a lot of people that that might've been their first MCU movie. And then that brought them into everything else. You know, it was, it was a really, it was a huge movie. It was a huge. And, and again, there's only, to me, there's only some movies that become entry points for people. Um, just that the way that this, is the way they are. And I feel like Black Panther is, is one of those entry points for sure. Um, what potential entry point, you know? Um, 
it's it's just it's it's an awesome film it is yeah. but yeah that was uh that was awesome though i i'm still i'm still taken back this, this was definitely a uh more uh dynamic 10 than yeah, the last episode very different from our last one uh we were a lot closer on uh the vast majority of uh of the films that we were talking about last time um but yeah, uh, still got twenty more to go. I'm uh, I, I haven't been paying enough attention to know what's even left <laughs> for you to uh, talk about. I I know some off the top of my head, but uh, we haven't talked about any of the Avengers movies, so those those are all top twenty. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like those are probably obvious, right? Yeah, don't know where in the top twenty, but they're in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, two more episodes coming after this one. Um, but I guess that's that's about all we have to talk about today. I, I kind of want to tally this uh, maybe for our finale to see like where we had the greatest disparity. Sure. <laughs> the Incredible yeah. Hulk was definitely one of the biggest ones. I was at 43 and you were at what, like 28? 29. 29. So I was 14 and then I think... I don't remember what one of the other big ones was, but yeah. So anyway, I want to tally that, and we'll probably probably go into some of the statistics and stuff in our uh, in our final episode. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, you know, make sure to make sure to join us for the last one, which I think is going to be the best episode anyway. So <laughs> join us either way. Um, all right. Well, I don't have anything else. Do you, Mike? Oh, I I can't wait. I'm so excited for the to record the next two episodes. Oh, me too, for sure. Cool. Um, all right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll uh, head into our outro. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, again, this has been Stand Up and Marvel. You can find us on podcast services around the web. Make sure to like, rate us, and subscribe. And uh, we also do subscriptions on Patreon. So if you really like us, uh, would really appreciate a subscription on there. Uh, we've got subscriber-only content coming. Um, so definitely consider that it helps the channel out so much. You can also find us on YouTube. If you want to see what we look like, if you want to see our, uh, <laughs> awesome selection of Marvel shirts, <laughs> um, working on it. <laughs> yeah, we're working on, I only have two, so it's not a lot of, uh, diversity <laughs> in my shirts, but anyway, uh, make sure to join us next time. Uh, we're going to be continuing our time heist series of the Blade trilogy. So we did uh, Blade 1 a couple days ago. Uh, that's out there if you're interested. So we're uh, in honor of Black History Month. Um, we're going to be doing the whole trilogy. Um, and uh, of course, we're going to be continuing this top 40 breakdown here. So we've got two more episodes of this and then the two uh, remaining Blade uh, time heist episodes. Um, Time Heist is just our, our way of saying that we're going back and looking at a movie that's a movie or a show that came out before our podcast started, which is a lot because <laughs> we're very new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got a lot, of, a lot of stuff to cover there. And uh, we're always putting out polls and questions, um, things like that. So if there's anything you want to talk about, we're trying to take that into account with our polls. Um, we did Blade originally, actually, because that one um, a poll where we were asking people what time heist episode they wanted to see. Um, so make sure to keep an eye on those. Um, 
Uh, we're still learning the platform a little bit. I believe the only way that you can actually get to the polls is on uh, Spotify. Um, so if you're wondering, that's where you can find it. Uh, but anyway, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, we had a lot of fun this episode. Um, and yeah, until next time, take care. See ya. Please join us next time. It's going to be great. Have a good one.